You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. So I was in the middle of watching baseball, like you probably were, whether it was the north side or the south side last night. The White Sox game went on forever, forever. But it had a a really good conclusion, and now the White Sox have won five in a row. Over on the north side, the Cubs are hot, man. Eight and two to start things off. Alec Mills was incredible. He was really good last night watching him. And then they had cool defensive stuff that went on in the game. Javier Baez is the best tagger I think I've ever seen. And David Bodie did a good job at third base yesterday, too. And then Jason Hayward made that catch on that ball that kind of went sideways. So it was a good night to watch baseball. And then you're in the middle of of this Hawks quasi-playoff series with Edmonton. And after the first game... You're sitting there going, okay, here's an opportunity for the Hawks. I've been talking about it for the last couple of days on the air. And what happens? What happens is Edmonton was like, we've had quite enough of this nonsense. And they come out 19 seconds in. Boom, Connor McDavid all up in your face. And then he scores a few minutes later. He ends up with a hat trick in the game. He was really good, but the Hawks were really bad sure they tied this game up it was 3-3 in the second period but you talk about a bumbling defense they they looked the passes were not crisp their neutral zone control was terrible turnovers in the neutral zone not being able to clear the puck inside the Edmonton zone like it was just oh it was not good it was not fun to watch and then after that, because so like last night, you know, I had my my niece and my nephew over, and they're little, and they were like running out of the house, running around the house. So I was exhausted by the time that they left. But I was like, okay, I could settle in now and watch some Blackhawks hockey. And boy, did I regret it because from the point where I caught up and I went back and watched the beginning of the game. The point where I caught up with it being 3-3, you're feeling like, okay, they have an opportunity. They have a shot. And then you saw them just fall apart defensively, which has been one of the big issues with the Hawks going back to pre-March 11th. That's been a struggle. And it, it was evident yesterday that Edmonton wanted to send a message and they wanted to send a message early. They were able to do that behind McDavid. Take a listen to what Jeremy Colleton said about why he thought the Blackhawks lost. You know, we did some good things uh, in the first couple of periods to, to stay um, in the game, give ourselves a chance. But uh, ultimately, we just we didn't play to the level we, we need to to, to beat uh, this team. So we uh, we knew going into the series it was going to be a challenge. And... Um, We'll, we'll take tomorrow to prepare and, and prepare better. We need to prepare it better um, because uh, we we didn't make hard enough on them to, to generate offense uh, 
we weren't able to sustain uh, time in the offensive zone. And, uh, you know, ultimately we, we paid the price for it. And here's the thing. I didn't regret it because the Blackhawks lost the game. I regretted it because they didn't play well. They, I mean, it just was sloppy. Like that's the word that I keep coming back to you and trying to describe what it is I saw on the ice from them last night. It was sloppy. And one of the things that worried me going into game two was how game one ended. Sure, you're playing six on five. Sure, you're you're having to defend and you're you're having to, to basically rock a power play for four minutes of the third period to end that game. And you had a significant lead and the lead was never really in jeopardy at the end of it. But the way that Edmonton was able to generate offense and generate goals at the end of the game, I said, oh, this isn't good. This is not ending the way that you want it to end. And I thought that there would be some confidence. I came in to watching it before I did the rewatch. At the end of the first period, and Connor McDavid was being interviewed. And it was a completely uninteresting interview. And this happens sometimes when when it comes to dealing with hockey players overall. But it wasn't uninteresting because he didn't have anything to say. It was uninteresting because you could you could tell that his focus was on trying to shut the door. Like it was one of those interviews where the guy agreed to do it. And I think that, that all of those interviews are a little bit bizarre. Like, hey, how was those first 20 minutes? And those first 20 minutes were incredible for the, the Oilers. And it was not incredible for, <laughs> for the Blackhawks. But he was stone-faced. You talk about like a stone-faced killer. That's what Connor McDavid looked like in the intermission interview. He said, we didn't like the way that we started out in game one. We wanted to make sure that we started better in game two. And, th- and he's like, we did that. And then he just kind of stared at the camera, waiting for the next question. And then I think he took four words to answer that next question. They were like, good luck in the second period. That team was ready, and he was ready. He was ready to lead them. And he, it's one thing when you say it, it's another thing when you do it. And he went out there and did the damn thing early on and then ended up, can we talk about his second goal for a second? The second goal that Connor McDavid had, if you put sweet Georgia Brown behind it, it would, it would be fantastic. Cause it looked like he was, he was dribbling the puck. Like one would dribble a basketball through traffic and then makes the great shot to, to, to get his second goal and put Edmonton up 2-0. It was a bad, bad start for the Blackhawks. And Jeremy Colleton said so. Not the start we wanted, um, without question. So uh, we you have a chance to maybe continue the frustration that they may have been feeling going into the game. And right away, they're feeling good and feeling they're turning it around and uh, their their top players um, feeling confident, and then then it's an uphill battle. And again, I thought uh, some of our guys were really good, and uh, they they allowed us to stay in the game, but uh, not enough of them. 
Um, I also want to ask you about you had four penalties, four power plays in that second period, and how big of a um, an opportunity missed is that, considering how good your power play was in game one? Yeah, it was. As you say, it was an opportunity to, um, you know, find our way more into the game. We had some chances. We didn't score. Um, you know, they, they got a couple saves. Uh, they blocked a couple shots when we had some pretty good uh, situations. Um, so, you know, that's, we'll, we'll uh, look at it and uh, adjust. So you have this really good start by the Oilers and this slow start by the Blackhawks, and you're in this hole. You're in a hole because they've gone out and scored a bunch of goals, and you're just kind of sitting there. Defensively, you're struggling. And maybe you feel like you have to ramp it up a little bit on the offensive side, maybe take some chances that leave you vulnerable to get back into the game. Patrick Kane, after the game, talked about the struggle of what happens in a hockey game when you get hit in the mouth the way that the Oilers hit the Blackhawks in the first five minutes of the game. All the goals tonight, I mean, didn't really give them much help. So uh, we have all the confidence in the world in, in Crow and He's, um, you know, never really a worry in our mind. So um, I think like Taser said in the beginning, we kind of weren't as good as we were in, in game one tonight, um, especially defensively. And we gave them, you know, too many chances. And they're a good team. They got a lot of, a lot of uh, good offensive players that are going to capitalize uh, um, on their chances. So um, we'll try to be better as a team defensively next game. And, um you know, this is what's fun about the playoffs, you know, these these highs and lows. And uh, I think we're happy we got an opportunity here. And, uh, you know, it's exciting. So I think we'll be excited to uh, to bounce back and have a better game in, uh, in game three. Game three is going to be Wednesday night late. And the Blackhawks will have another chance to do some stuff. And we'll see if they can get off to a fast start the way that Edmonton got off to the fast start. I thought Kaner was right on when he talked about that. There's one more thing that I wanted to share with you, and it was from Colleton again. I never really thought about this, but in a rink where there are a lot of people screaming, communication can be difficult. In a rink where there's really nobody there, communication should be at an all-time high. You should be able to, to talk to your teammates about where they are, getting back to certain landmarks, all of those things. Granted, the other team can hear you too, but it shouldn't be an issue for your team. Communication should be maybe the best type of communication. It's like, because you're basically got the type of environment that's like a practice where guys can openly talk and guys should be able to hear, even though they are going, you know, 25 miles an hour on those skates. There should be better communication. I thought this was a really interesting admission by Colleton about something that he would like to improve upon if the Blackhawks are going to find themselves in a position to win game three. Yeah, I mean, you can talk no matter what. I feel like even in the loudest buildings, uh, when you're in tight, you can you can talk. But uh, start on the first shift with the first retrieval where uh, we didn't talk and, and uh, you know, we turn the puck over and it's in the back of our net. So uh, we just, if you break out clean, you don't have to defend as much and you can create more. And, and that's something we wanted to do is, is spend more time in the offensive zone. And we really didn't. We, we uh, weren't able to get to the neutral zone as cleanly as certainly the game before. And a lot of that is communication and uh, then execution. You know, we, we 
I don't think we made enough plays either. So um, it's a tough formula to win. So that's where things stand with the Blackhawks as they get ready to enter game three of this qualifying series with Edmonton. I still learned some stuff watching it. It just wasn't as enjoyable as what we saw on Saturday. And it wasn't just because they lost. It was because of how they played. It's something to keep in mind. And I look forward to seeing what, if any, adjustments can be, can be made. But stopping Connor McDavid, whew, damn, that guy is good. Thanks for listening.